there will be a time of crisis, of worlds hanging in the balance, and in this time shall come the anointed, the master's great warrior, and the slayer will not know him, will not stop him, and he will lead her into hell. As it is written, so shall it be. And welcome back to Revisiting Sunnydale. This is episode five, and we are going to be talking about Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. I am Camila. I'm Marcella. And we are Revisiting Sunnydale. Yay! Yay! We're slowly making our way through this first season, and uh, hopefully you're having as much fun as we are. So I guess uh, just so you guys know, there will be spoilers. Yep, spoiler alert, major spoiler alert. Hopefully you're also doing your own rewatch and um that won't be a problem or you've seen them multiple times and it still won't be a problem but um yeah so uh hang on we are going to get into it and uh if you could please check out our facebook page revisiting sunnydale and like us thank you to everyone who already has done so and thank you to all of you guys who are listening and um if it's your first time welcome and if you are returning welcome back thanks for coming welcome back. back let us know what you think it's time for unboxing and stuff. Yes, we have, this time I have my November birch box. Makeup and stuff for those yeah. who don't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> don't men. they have a birch box for men? They do have a birch box for men, and sometimes they get better stuff. They get watches and, yeah, what? like wallets and... Um, hello. Hello. I think we would enjoy that kind of stuff, Instead too. of, like, a 50th lipstick that I don't care or <laughs> and, anything. And, like, the same fucking shades. Exactly. They always... If they send me one more lipstick that is the exact same color as my skin... Oh, my God. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? What am I going to... Like, Thanks. I'm yeah. good. So, if you don't know, Birchbox is a monthly makeup subscription box. It's $10 a month. And I think they have free shipping. I'm really not sure. I've had it for so long that I don't even... I think it's free shipping. I think it is. And they usually give you, you know, four to five samples per month. And this month, I'm not sure if I got a special one or not. I don't remember. Usually, you fill out a beauty profile and they send you samples based on the profile. Right. And every month, they usually send you an email that says, pick the special box Mm -hmm. or pick a special item for your box. And I don't remember if I picked a special box or not. But this month I have, let's see, the first thing is a body polish by Ayers. The full-size bottle would be $25, but they gave me a teeny little sample. What the hell is a body polish? It's, it says this polish goes on smoothly and rinses off cleanly, leaving behind only soft, fantastic smelling skin. I think you're supposed to use it in the shower. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Looks weird. Yeah. Like, I've had, I've, I've gotten in a uh, birch box I had before was an Ayers, um, body butter mm-hmm. and it was great i loved it i'm actually going to buy like i finally i just ran out oh. of it so don't actually, you hate when you fight yeah yeah so i'm going to actually buy the 28 dollar full size yeah but, so um, i mean this one it it smells okay so yeah i'll give it a try it's like yeah one more step in the shower <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> then there's uh, Devine's. This is a relaxing moisturizing fluid. I think it's for your hair. I'm pretty sure. It says adds shine, eliminates frizz, moisturizes, humidity proofs, and preps That's hair. Gotta be hair. That's You're a, using heat tool, so. It seems a pretty re- elementary label. Yeah. Yes. It's a very generic, like, I think they put this on at the Giant Eagle. Yeah. Like, like in the deli section. Yeah. Like, that's what this looks yes. like. I'm like, okay, is this a real brand or is this? Uh, yeah. You just got to pull something. Mm-hmm. But it's actually something that would probably be great on my hair. The full size for that would be $26. Well, but they good. actually send you a uh, 50 milliliter sample, which is a pretty nice size sample. Yeah. It looks like that could last you a while. Yeah. The next is the Dr. Jart Plus Water Replenishment Mask. Ooh, that could be fun. Yes. It makes you look like a monster. <laughs> Does not, It looks like something Hannibal Lecter would put on yes. his face, like someone's face. Absolutely. Uh, I can't guarantee you that I will take a snapshot for, the, <laughs> for our Facebook page because that would be scary. But uh, it's supposed to, a uh, refreshing cotton sheet mask is loaded with a hydrating serum. Great for nourishing dry parched skin. Huh. And a full size would be seven fifty. And I'm assuming this is a full size. Is that just one? So, yeah, it's just one. Huh. So yeah, it's a single use mask. So it's seven fifty for that like that is not a repeat thing that I'm gonna be doing. No. Then we have the Loke. It's a Birchbach exclusive one and done shadow stick, which is awesome. It's a neat eye little shadow? coppery color, yeah, and it's oh, an eyeshadow. But it's like a crayon. That's cool. Yeah. Full size goes for ten dollars. So I'm super excited about that one. Yeah. Then the last thing was a teeny tiny little The Balm. And we've gotten these in birch boxes before. They're little flip top packets. This one is a finely ground blush and shadow. <gasps> Full size would be 21 bucks, but this little one is just, it's cute. Yeah. It's called Frat Boy. I like the packaging. Mm-hmm. I've gotten like body butter or lip butters and uh, blushes in those little packages before. They have a whole line. But that's Interesting. it. That was my November Birch Box. We'll put a link in the Facebook page. Yes. And I'll give you a, I'll let you see the photo. I'll put up a photo. I took one, an unboxing photo. Nice. Yeah, but that's the Birch Box for November. Cool. I like the Birch Box. I'm looking forward to my Ipsy, though. I can't wait for that to come. <laughs> yeah. It's a space-themed bag, and really? I, I always spoil myself. Anytime they send the email that says, take a sneak peek, I'm like, yes, please. Right now. I mean, I look up on Instagram photos of other people's loot crates in Comic-Con. I'm like, what's in the box? Yeah, I never do that. Like, when I was getting Ipsy, they're like, you know, here's a sneak peek. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, right now. <laughs> so I already spoiled my Ipsy, and it's pretty awesome. Huh. I can't wait to get it. That's cool. Yeah. I, and I like Ipsy because they always send you the bags, mm-hmm. too. Except when it's an ugly bag. <laughs> You're thinking, what am I going to do with this burlap sack that you sent me that has lipstick? What do you do with all your bags? They're in a drawer. Just by mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. just waiting. Just waiting. Because I usually use them for, a long time ago I figured out the TSA doesn't care if you use a Ziploc bag anymore. Right. So all of my Ipsy bags, they also uh, don't care if you have more than one. Oh. Sometimes I take three. <laughs> as long as they'd all fits. Nice. They really, you just, t- and you pull them out and put them in the, they don't care. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's a good, that's a good use of it. Yeah. So that's what I use my Ipsy bags for. I had my... stopped altogether with the plastic bags and stuff. I just put it in yeah. like, you know, the little thing that comes with your luggage. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm just like, not I doing it. I'm not doing a Ziploc bag. No. Like, I'm over it, guys. <laughs> I had one that I used for two years. Really? And then the zipper just flew off once. 
right in the middle of a trip. Just flew right off the back. Couldn't use it anymore. Didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Flying sucks. Unless you're, that's why I love shameless plug for Southwest, but <laughs> I love Southwest. I can check my bag mm. for free. Mm. Don't have to worry about it. Right. Sit wherever I want. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it is. I got on Delta yeah, once and great. forgot I had a like brand new bottle of Pantene oil sheen in my bag. Oh, Just no. completely forgot it was in there. And they were like, you have to throw that away. I'm like, no, that is a like $12 bottle of. Like, I promise you I don't. I will go check this bag right now. I guess I'm paying $25 for this $12 can of oil sheen. Right. Yeah. When I was coming back, when I came back from my sister's wedding, I don't think, I think we flew Delta. And um, she had given me, like, part of my bridesmaid's gift was, like, you know, full bottles of, like, lotions and smell good stuff, like sprays and stuff from Bath and Body Works. And I'm super stoked about it. And then I remember, like, shit, I'm mm-hmm. flying home. Like, wow. How am I, Where am, am I, I going to put do? this? So I wrapped those up in socks and stuffed them in. Like I had, I had like <laughs> tall boots that I brought with me, and I stuffed them in the boots, nice. and then put them at the bottom, and nobody was the wiser. <laughs> and I'm like going through custody, going through security, <laughs> like <laughs> trying to be as nonchalant as possible. <laughs> no, it's not a bomb. I swear, it's just lotion. It's just lotion. It's, just it's all, all. It's all the smell goods and stuff for Bath and Body Works. Don't make me throw it away. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. All right, so I guess it's time to get into Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. Mm-hmm. Season 1, Episode 5. The original air date was March 31st, 1997. Written by Rob Deshotel. De Hotel. De Hotel. And Dean Batali. Directed by David Semmel. Semmel. The the summary for this episode is, while Buffy awaits the arrivals of a warrior vampire, she dates a boy who is attracted to her exciting lifestyle. Isn't he ever? Yeah. And I think that's kind of misleading because that doesn't really happen until way, way, way after. And warrior vampires are a little misleading. Yeah. The annoying one's not really. No. Mm -mm. So basically what's going on in this episode is the master is uh, ready for the rising of the anointed one. Mm Mm-hmm. Five will die from their ashes, and the anointed shall rise. Interesting little bit of trivia. This is the first episode in which there's like a running gag throughout the series where episodes start with her fighting a vampire in a graveyard. And this is where it starts. Really? Mm-hmm. Do most of the episodes start with No, but there's a good number that do. Uh-huh. A number of them start with her fighting in a graveyard. Interesting. Yeah, this definitely does. Um... And he's funky looking. Yeah. But this also, I think, is the first time we get to see her punning. Yes. <laughs> and her punning <laughs> is phenomenal. It, I mean, it, it gets, you know, it's up and down over the course of the series, mm. but I, I enjoy a good Buffy pun. And I think Giles also addresses it also as like, you just, just plunge and move on. Yes, plunge, plunge and, and move, move on. on. Which could also be, um, I don't know, that could be mistaken as like love advice. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> like yep. Sex advice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Just plunge and move on, man. Just keep it moving. There's an interesting part here, too, that I noticed that I never really thought about until I was re-watching, re-watching for this. Mm. Giles says to her, you know, when she's thinking about dating Owen, that you have to think about your identity. Mm-hmm. If your identity as the Slayer is revealed, everyone around you could be in danger. Right. After she kills the Master, everybody knows 
who she is. Yeah. Everybody that comes to town knows who she right, is. Right. Like from that point on in the series, everyone knows who the Slayer is. <laughs> right. So there are people coming to town specifically yes, for her, looking yes. for her. Like Dracula specifically wants right. to meet her <laughs> in season five. Like, so why is it such a big? I remember in the movie it was a big deal. Like they didn't even want to know her name. Right. Like as soon as her name was revealed, mm. all of her like it was like she lose lost her power. Gotcha. I don't know why that was a weird plot twist in the movie, but so it's the only time he mentions it here. Huh. And I thought that was weird. It like, is weird. They probably, yeah, I guess it's just one of those things they didn't, they, it was like, oh, too late, we took that out. We uh-huh. put it out there, and now we can't take we it can't back. We can't take it back. And, it's, uh, and now she's a superstar. Right. Because she killed the master. Yeah, exactly. And she came back. Right. So I guess once again, I guess it's just kind of like hints of them not really re- expecting the yes. show. Yes, to, to move on. Yeah. And I had read something that Joss wrote every, um, every season finale like a series finale. Because they didn't know if they were going to be coming back the next season. <laughs> and that just kind of goes until like six seasons. <laughs> that explains the cheese, man. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that. Oh, God. All right. Also, I thought it was fun. It was that, um, you know, while the master's giving his little lesson to his boys. And then he's like, you know, he gets smart ass and tosses one of them across the way because they weren't doing his bidding properly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and thus endeth the lesson. Yes. And that's just, you know, a little uh, precursor because... Spike says that uh-huh. much later on. And much, much better. On. Yes. <laughs> much better. But we'll get there. But I just thought that was neat. You know what I wonder about the master? Who is doing his tailoring? Because this leather outfit that this man is rocking down there has it not a stitch of dirt on, not a speck of dirt, not a stitch out of place. Right. No, he's got um, some extra minions yes. who just do the cleaning. And <laughs> they just beat the leather every yes. night. <laughs> <laughs> The master is, he's a great villain, though. Yeah. Like, he's got the voice of an angel. That man can just, pure evil. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. As it is written, so shall it be. Like, you just want to listen to him talk about the annoying one all day long. Well, you understand how he gets so many, how his publicity is, like, really great. Yeah. He's got so many minions and followers and whatnot. But they're all kind of dumb. Yeah. They just sit there with their mouths open. Yeah. And stare at him. Yeah, I always like it when, when we see the, like the vampires on Buffy, and you can tell when ones are going to be of importance and one are not. Yes, if they're just always in vamp face, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. No, like, it's like the red shirt. Yeah, exactly. They are <laughs> going to more than likely die uh-huh. soon, or they have no nothing to really yep. say, or they just yeah. They got so. the teeth where they cannot close their mouths. Right. <laughs> That's why their mouths are open all the time. because the prosthetic is just too big. Yes. So um. This is the episode where Buffy has a crush on a boy named Owen. A 40-year-old man named <laughs> Owen. And he definitely, she definitely has a type because this dude is huge and lunky like the and rest And can of brood them. for 40 minutes straight, as Willow tells. Yes. I want to see a brood off between Angel <laughs> and Owen. And but uh, Owen looks so dumb. He does. He just has this dumb. Like, real like cornbread just uh-huh. thar. Yes. Oh, hi. hi yeah. Buffy. I didn't know you read. <laughs> I didn't know you read. Like, my, my Emily? Really? You're toting around Emily Dickinson all the time? And yet you sleep through math class. Yeah, I find this suspicious. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So this dude, um, I mean, he's a good looking guy, but. Yeah, he's adorable in the. But he's just like really just like. Dumb football player. Yeah. Like mayo on white bread. It's just 
just no flavor whatsoever. I just, and I don't know what was going on with the wardrobe this episode. Mm. This dress that Buffy wears in the in the library is so short. All of them are. All every dress that she puts so on short. Like, like is yeah. that a '90s thing? I don't remember. I, all I kept thinking was, and I'm like trying to. For one, I was concerned that if she were to bend down mm-hmm. or have to pick anything up or sit down, she yep. would have to charge a quarter for Peep Show. Yes, because that's like you're just flashing everybody there, sweetie. There's Super no way short. you can do anything in that outfit because no. it's like you can't kill vampires in this outfit. No, absolutely not. Like her kicks. Come on. Oh my god. And like too, it's like, I'm, and I, and I had to like check out her ass because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a good thing she doesn't really have one because yep. there's no way most black women could not pull something like that no. off, like hips and ass. Nope, no, Lifting not at all. Right up. Yeah, and then she's got this mom updo. Yes, I don't know why they put her in a mom updo. It's a terrible, like beehive. Like kind of who situation. dressed like this <laughs> to go to school? I don't know. It's an awful situation and yeah i think it is just a 90s thing with that dress because they i remember a lot of those dresses being extremely short and i think that's probably why i didn't really wear dresses in yeah. the 90s yeah because i uh was not trying to flash all my goodies to the world exactly and i'm gonna hope that this library is incredibly cold because giles is wearing i think four layers <laughs> a tweed jacket a sweater vest a dress shirt and probably an undershirt. Well, you have to keep the the books at a nice, even temperature. Nice, cool. Oh, <laughs> it's not a server room. <laughs> you don't want to spontaneously combust for any reason. At least she is wearing like really high flat boots, though, not like stiletto boots. Yeah. At least she could, like I go-go guess, boots. still run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a go-go dancer. And at least oh, Willow, Willow, why? Who dresses Willow? I, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> Sheila. Sheila's definitely. She's the one. She buys all of Willow's clothes and lays them out for her beforehand. Yeah. Because there's no reason for somebody, a 16-year-old, to still be dressing like that. She's, no. They're 16, right? This is sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, sophomore year. Okay, so your sophomore year, high school, who was your biggest crush? Hmm. I don't even remember. I think I was still mooning over the senior from the year before that graduated (laughs) nobody would compare to the football player that left (laughs) yeah i don't think i had any sophomore year i think mine was actually a senior my sophomore year was a senior football player scott stupid football players yeah i don't know what it was about this dude and seriously like he looked like he was much older than senior Mm -hmm. yeah so so did dave i don't know and it was just yeah it was a bad situation. But although, you know, I, I recall. He's a man. Yeah. Kind of re- like Owen. Owen looks like he should be in college. Yeah. He's definitely not. He's not a high school student. No. Absolutely. He's like a TA at best. This is a teacher's assistant. <laughs> at least we have Cordelia in this episode. She also has a mom hairdo. Weird. In the cafeteria. She not also sure later why. comes with like crimped, or crimped hair. <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. And, um, but at least she's in this episode. Yeah. So Cordy also has a crush Owen, on Owen. Likes Owen and mm-hmm. is making you know no. She's not secret, keeping a secret at all, and she's nope. very straightforward. And she tries to cock block Buffy every. <laughs> she way. doesn't like fun. <laughs> oh no, not Buffy. <laughs> she doesn't like fun. Okay. Like every step of the way, she is just um, trying to get in there. 
with Owen. Yep. And um, he's even, and I don't know if he's just really not interested in being like rude or if he's just completely oblivious. Like, is Buffy going to be there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like that part of him. He's just like, yeah, and who else? Like, you're not um, a big deal, Cordelia. Move on. Me? Yeah. <laughs> and I love how Giles is just all business. Mm hmm. Like, I don't care that you have a date. We have fighting to do. Scene one, Apple, take one. Ooh, look at Mr. Excitement. Owen, he's all alone. Maybe somebody should sit with him. Well, just to be polite. Good luck. Okay, what just happened? Look, an empty seat. Thanks. Boy, Cordelia's hips are wider than I thought. <laughs> at least you don't have to eat your soil and grain. Owen, a bunch of us are loitering at the bronze tonight. You there? Who else going? Well, um, I'm going to be there. Who else? You mean besides me? Buffy, what about you? What? No, no, no. She, uh, she doesn't like fun. How about we meet there at eight? Yeah. Eight. There. Bad things are happening tonight. We must go to battle. <laughs> and then crickets. Nothing's going on. No. And Buffy is um, kind of, rightfully so, pissed. pissed. I would be pissed. <laughs> yes. That's... We've been sitting in the cold for hours. Yeah. as uh, We've all been in that situation where, you know, you end up being called into work for mm -hmm. some reason or it's, it's very important you have to be work today and and all this time and blah 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 and you get there and there's nothing for you to do nothing and you're sitting around with your thumb up your ass thinking there are five thousand other things literally that i could be yep. doing right now but i'm sitting here with you fuckers yep <laughs> and i'm missing out on what could have been on everything awesome <laughs> so she finally gets to go um, because Giles goes and, you know, was like, all right, fine. There's nothing oh, going ahead. on. Sorry. <laughs> and um, she gets to the bronze and sees that Cordy is all over Owen. All over. Like, it's it's disgusting, actually. Yeah. She's, like, stroking his arm up and down for no reason. <laughs> and it's it's weird. And the scene that was cut out after that is uh, Cordy giving him a lap dance. <laughs> yes. Because that's just, that's just how close and gross that yeah. she was. She was really not... He does look super uncomfortable, though. He does. <laughs> and he even kind of says it the next day when he asked Buffy, like, where were you? And it's like, she's really grabby. Yeah, she's really grabby. <laughs> and I like that, too. He's, he's kind of dumb, but he means well. Right. For the time being. Yeah. Then we find out he's got a weird sense of fun. Yes. <laughs> or something gets unleashed inside of him. I don't know what was up with Buffy's weird... Uh, coat in the cemetery that big fuzzy leopard yeah what it can't be that cold in it's, california just chalk it up to 90s i guess i guess that's what we were doing then this happens 97? this happens several times throughout the course of this show i keep going it's california why are you wearing so many clothes yeah well i did find out on a trip to california and it was like in january i want to say it was rainy and chilly Hmm. So maybe this always takes place in fucking January. I don't maybe. Know, but and Sunnydale, <laughs> is it like closer to Northern California? Where is it? It's in Southern California, right? Oh, I don't know. Were they like an hour from Los Angeles? Right? Yeah. On the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, in 
poor Xander. We're still hammering in Xander's love, love, Xander's love, crush love, on Buffy. love of Buffy. And he is threatened by Owen and mm-hmm. Owen's man watch. <laughs> Owen pulls out a pocket watch, a grown man watch. <laughs> who has a pocket watch in high school? Right. You but know, actually, on the flip I think, side, I think my husband did. What <laughs> sophomore is wearing a plastic Tweety Bird watch? Thank you. It's not even. F- no. This is a child's watch. <laughs> this like, is a little girl's yes. watch. This is a yes. five year old girl's watch. I do love that. He looks down <laughs> at it like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, this is just as bad as that bracelet you tried to that you gave her. <laughs> yeah, um, that's not even ironic at that point. I don't know no. what, what he was trying to prove. At what point did you put that on your wrist and you were like, "Yeah, this will be all this right." This is exactly what I'm wearing today. This, at what sophomore boy yes. is going to do that? Yeah, like, yeah, possibly the band fun. nerd, possibly maybe. But I think even they have sense enough to know, like, no, I can't add this yeah. on. Even the it. even the awesome comic book nerds would not have worn that watch. No, it's not tweety. even ironically. It's tweety. It, yeah, it's blue and yellow. Like maybe Sylvester, you would have gotten away with maybe maybe Speedy Gonzalez, perhaps. You know, but Tweety. Yeah, no, I wouldn't wear no. a Tweety bird. Anything. So it's super embarrassing. It is. But Owen adorably still asks her to meet him again. Mm-hmm. To go out, I think and she agrees. I think it's cute that um, Buffy asks, you know, where is he going to take me? Like, there's options. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, going to the bronze. Yeah, <laughs> come on, just, you're going to the bronze. It's gonna be the bronze. Wherever. Yeah. Are we going to go to movie or to park? No, you're going to the bronze. Yeah. Where do you guys always go? I yeah. don't think I've ever seen any other date take place anywhere else. Dale. There was once her and Angel maybe went to the, the espresso pump. Yeah. We did um, when. She was at the bronze watching Cordelia and Owen. They were intersplicing the scenes of that weird guy on the bus. Right. And that bus wrecks. And they get eaten. So, and they all die. So okay. that's what Giles was waiting for. He was just in the wrong place. Yeah, he thought that they were going to be dead. Come out of the ground. from yeah. the ground. Like, yeah. So. He's too literal. Yeah. I'm just curious as to how these vampires were able to think outside the box or like be able to plan so well. Yeah. Did they just follow like, oh, there's a shuttle coming from the airport. Look, there's five people on it. Done, That's dude. perfect. Like we can totally wrap this up real quick and yeah. be on our way. Yeah. So like that you, you keep seeing these scenes on this bus and there's this one really strange guy that just keeps crazy. crazy he's crazy. insane. And so it, they're like misdirecting you. To think that he's the anointed one, right? So there's this crazy guy, and there's like a couple of women, mm-hmm. like old, like middle-aged women, and a little boy, mm-hmm. pl- excited because and the driver, he was the driver, excited because he was on a plane. Yeah, and um, yeah, crazy dude is just like you know being crazy just in everybody's face. And and <laughs> just is he the reason they crash? No, they see something. No, the, vampire, the vampires are in the road. Yeah, exactly. And, and the, he crashes and right. checks on the idiot, and then. Um, they eat them all. Yeah. So I was under the impression that the vampires had to, to make a vampire, they had to be buried in this lore. Or I think she just says, you have to suck. The, There's a whole sucking they have thing. To, yes. They have to suck your blood, and then you have to suck their blood. Blood. It's a whole big sucking so thing. So did they make all of them vampires? No, I think they killed they I think they killed, killed most of them, except made, for... They, and just made crazy dude a vampire. Crazy dude... Just, and, and the anointed one. But th- was the anointed one actually a vampire? Yeah, he... he is a vampire because he dies by sunlight. Oh, that's right. How come we never get to see his vampire face? 
Because I think it would be too jarring to show a child. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see a child too vampire. Much, too much. It's too soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. And um, yeah. So the anointed one becomes a. It's a little kid. Yep. It's the little, little kid. And you'll notice I keep calling him the annoying one, and that's because that's what Spike eventually calls him, and that's what he is. He's he annoying. Is. He's really like annoying. They give him this super creepy doubled over voice. Yeah. And I can't stand him. I don't like it. And I don't like the little kid playing. Like, I don't think the little kid playing no. him is doing a very good job of no. in that role. He's very, like, there's no emotion or anything None. on his face at all. Like, can you please come to the party? Emote. Come on. Do something. Something. Like, we're not asking for a bunch of over the top, but look like you're doing something. Just do, show up just once. Just, that's all we need from you. So we have to put up with him for the rest of the season. And into the yeah beginning of the second season, right? It's just yeah. yeah I didn't. I don't think I. Did I mean? Was there ever? What was the point of him? Did he He's do anything a, of importance? He yeah. He actually leads Buffy down to the master. Okay. He's the one because she doesn't know who he is. So that's. But so by the time that we get there, she feels like she's like, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I know who you are. Just. Go ahead. Just take me where I need to go. I'm ready. So it seems like a lot of setup for a uh-huh. little bit of payoff. It's like, just just take me. <laughs> but the master's like, he's just like, I just want to get out of here. He's trapped <laughs> underground <laughs> and he can't get out. He's always, every couple episodes we see him like playing with the barrier and you see it yeah. like shimmer. Mm. And it's like, we get it. You can't leave. You're trapped. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You're trapped underground. I'll you just go ahead and post sign ups like trapped. Yes. <laughs> Here's the border. <laughs> Don't go any can't further cross. than this. Can't cross. Oh, Cordy finally gets to see Angel. Ew. <laughs> so <laughs> her pants about fell off. For the first oh, time God. listening to this, I feel like Buffy when she finds out the lyrics to I Touch Myself. Why does Cordelia say mm, mm. salty goodness? What? I just got that. Yes. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> she said, yeah, that's what Cordelia's first impression of Angel is, is hello, salty goodness. Yuck. <laughs> Thank you, John. Who, who wrote this one? Thank that? you, Rob and Dean. Right? How did that get past the censor? That's what. And why did I just now? Yeah, that took. I just now got like fucking ten fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve days later. It's like, oh, gross. <laughs> and then she says it again on Angel. Does she? Yes. When? There's an episode in Angel when they Lauren accidentally. Uh, they're trying to get Cordelia's uh, memory back. Right. Oh, and he she, puts when, them all back to teenagers. So that's all again. Oh, she says it again. And she says it again when she sees him for the first time. Uh huh. Yes, I recall seeing her uh-huh. mouth move yep. a lot. So yes, she's very taken by Angel when she first sees him, and both times. Yep. <laughs> apparently. Yep. And she goes. She goes. Yeah, what does she say to the girl? Like call nine one one because he's going to need a doctor or something. Yeah. Something and then like he that. immediately walks over to Buffy. She's so upset. Oh, and I love the scene where Xander's doing all he can to dumb down Buffy and like (laughs) ugly her up for the day. He tries to put her in a parka and a ski cap and tells her everybody will think she's a whore if she wears the red lip. 
I find it hard to believe that he would have been allowed in her room. Yeah, while she's getting. And you know, where point, is Joyce? And at this point, Buffy is just torturing Xander. She really this is, is being rude. She really is because you know, yeah, we're just into season and just episode six, but he's made it very clear, yeah, how he feels about her. Yeah, and I'm sure she and Willow have had several talks about it. And she's so clueless. Yeah. She acts so clueless, like. Like, you're just being rude. You're letting this boy in to your bedroom while yep. you're getting dressed for a date with another dude. Yeah. It's rude. A boy that's giving you a necklace or a bracelet that says yours always. Yeah. Oh, they all said that. <laughs> yeah, they all said that. At the only store in town. Uh-huh. Yes, the they only all thing. said that. <laughs> sure, Xander. And of course, Giles shows up to the house. I feel like that's just kind of... I don't know. There's like a, a breach of some sort of trust. <laughs> well, doesn't boundaries. even Owen's like, wow, you take your job really seriously. <laughs> boundaries, Giles. <laughs> Overdue book fees. <laughs> Did you notice how when um, she finally talks Giles into letting her go, and she's like, you know, if the apocalypse comes, beat me. Yeah. And she reaches. Yes. Looks where are like you reaching? Out of, from behind his yes. ears. Like magic. Yes. Like, <laughs> like oh, where? <laughs> and she never mentions this pager before. We've never, never seen this pager. I don't think it ever, ever. happens again. No. And is there a special 911 Slayer text that you send? Right. And where do you go? I guess you have to. Did you have a pager? Yes. I, I never had one. Not in high school. I don't know. I never I had one. I don't think in high school. Remember, there was a thing when I was in high school called like a Sky Pager or something. And it was like some 1 800 number or some shit. And it was just basically like a voicemail oh, wow. system. And I don't understand. I still don't understand the point of it. But yeah. that was the big thing. Oh, wow. When like for a, a year anyway. And everybody had like a sky page. <laughs> like, you know, call and leave a message on your thing. And it's like, oh. I don't understand. it seems like an extra step into bullshit. But mm-hmm. the only I guess the only plus into that is that for those who didn't weren't lucky enough to have their own line in high school their own like telephone line at home (laughs) and you know i guess if you guys are into that sort of like leaving weird messages weird strange messages on a weird (laughs) open line (laughs) okay so yeah that's uh no i I had a pager after high school i didn't even get my first cell phone until my first job yeah 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 i was definitely in college when i had a cell phone i love when they're like should i get my kid a He's eight. Should I get him an iPhone? No. Fuck no. No. Does he have an iPhone job? Exactly. Does your child need a $600 piece of equipment when they're eight? Absolutely not. No. Give that fucker a piece of paper and uh-huh. a pen. And Here's a $50 Kindle, <laughs> Kindle tablet that Go you nuts. can text me on. Right. Somehow. I figure it out because you're brilliant. It's like for nine some times reason. out of ten that eight-year-old's not going to be out of my sight outside of school anyway. Uh-huh. So it's just like, no, we're good. No. You do not need it. 16? Okay, because yeah. you're going to be driving. Right. You need a... F- and at that, I'm getting you a, a cricket phone. Yes. <laughs> you're getting the cheap shit. I phone my uh-huh. ass. No. If you have a job, sure. Yeah. Get you whatever you a, want, because you you're paying for it. job, you can have an iPhone, mm-hmm. but there's no way in hell. Mm-mm. No. God, no. Yeah. I just don't understand. So I find it weird that she has a pager, because she doesn't have a job. Joyce only has the gallery. Right. And Joyce... I don't know. shouldn't... Like, Buffy is still sneaking around at this point, and so it's mm-hmm. not very evident that she's just hanging, like, not home a lot. I so. know where she got it. She got it from Hank. Ooh, good call. I yeah. bet you absentee dad was like, here's, yeah. here, Absolutely. have this pager, and here, let me take you school shopping and buy right. you way too many clothes. 
That's exactly what happened. Uh huh. And um, but yeah, we never hear from, about it again. Mm-mm. There's never. It's nope. just. It was just that all for the sense of that one line. One line. The purpose of that one line, and we didn't really even have to see the pager for that. Yeah. We just could have, that just could have been a throwaway line. It Where did she get it from? Where did she pick she it up from? pulled it out of Giles, behind <laughs> Giles' ear, or like inside his pocket. Like it's sweet. So they go to the bronze anyway, even though Giles has come to the house to tell them that he was right and that five people died in a crash. So he's going to head off to the mortuary on his own. And so that's a good idea. Yeah. So. Owen and Buffy go to the bronze and they're dancing and I love that Cordelia just comes up to them and pretends that Buffy's not there. That's about, that's my Cordy burn. It's yes. like, oh, look at you, Owen, here all by yourself. Yes. All alone. All it's alone. Like, <laughs> that is Buffy. definitely our Cordy burn. <laughs> it, like, uh, she's right there. Like, she can feel your breath as yes. you say this. She's so close right now. Scene one, Apple, take one. Aren't there laws against this sort of thing? Owen, look at you here, all alone. Cordelia, I'm here with Buffy. Oh, okay. You want to dance? No, I'm still here with Buffy. You are so good to help the needy. Cordelia, Owen, and I would like to be alone right now, and for that to happen, you would have to go somewhere that's away. Well, when you're ready for the big leagues, let me know. And then, of course, poor Giles... He goes to the stupid mortuary by himself and immediately gets in trouble and has to hide in a drawer. Before he even gets in the door. Yes. Like he's like in the front lawn. <laughs> he's, like, he's like trapped in a room. And is that when Xander and Willow, they followed him there? I thought they went to Buffy first. Did they? Do they go to Buffy and try yeah, and because, get her to come? Because while there's Buffy, that situation with Cordy, and then Angel shows and then up. Angel shows up, and he's like, "You have to be out there, not you too." Right. And then Xander and Willow show up, mm-hmm. and you know, try to do the whole, "Oh yeah, we're double we're date." And I really hate Why? that Buffy was very slow on the uptake. She really like, was. Oh, I didn't know you guys were seeing each other. But I do like when they're like, "We saw some guys going in there early." Oh, bite me. <laughs> Yeah, she was quick on that uptake, yeah, but but not with. Oh, I didn't know you. Damn it! Hello, Buffy. hello, McFly. Secret identity. <laughs> Secret identity. <clears throat> the one thing that I love about this show, and it really kind of reminds it reminded me with this episode and the next one that this show has great music. Yeah, it has do. fantastic music, and yeah. I. They don't really keep up with it a lot. No. Like, there's not, like, an epi- every episode there's something, which I guess is nice, is that you don't want to force it. Right. But at the same time, it would be nice to be a little more consistent with mm-hmm. it. Um, I was quite obsessed back in the day, once the show was over, and I obsessively tracked down almost every song. Oh, I have, I like, have DVDs and... The CDs. There, yeah, CD, like, tons of CDs. And then they're all, now they're all on DVD backups, because I didn't want to throw them out so i just burned everything <laughs> but you have a song for this one yes for this episode yeah it's uh at the end of the episode uh when i guess we'll get to that when we get to the end of the episode i'll tell you what my favorite part my favorite song was for this okay. week okay uh so we're at the morgue we're at the morgue 
and um, everybody gets there. Finally. Yeah, is this a combo mortuary morgue? Because there's like a funeral home in there too. Because the weird pork and beans vampire is like all laid out in a viewing room. Is he? He's not. Yeah. I thought he was like on a slab. No, you're right. Yeah. He's like in a casket. No, he's not. It's, or is he just on a table? No, he's on a slab. Okay. And he's got the sheet over him. Okay. And Owen sees him. He's like, are they supposed to move? Why do they not react? And Owen's, yes. Or, yes. Owen, after he's been told not to come along, mm-hmm. he comes along, he tags along. And it's like, oh, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we start to see the bad side of Owen. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so you're right. Nobody screams. No one reacts. No one reacts. Um, there is a dead body that is rising. Mm-hmm. Now, sure, Xander Willow, I can kind of take. Yeah, they're kind of used to it. Maybe ish Maybe. by now. Ish. But Owen immediately should have started screaming. Yeah, he should have passed the fuck Instead, out. Instead, he's just like, what's going on? What's happening? Uh, what's going on? Is there's a dead body walking in front of you. You should maybe leave. Like, they don't even run at first. They just stand there and stare at it. Yeah. And that's that's disturbing because Xander and Willow should know better. Like, right. get the hell out of there. But no, let's just stare at it. Absolutely. God, Angel's so young in this season. He's so young and pretty. Mm-hmm. God, it's going to be like, I can't believe that I'm just now. Right? Just oh, now. Re- like, God. yuck. I don't know why. I guess I just <laughs> didn't really put too much thought no, to it. No, me ever. neither. Ugh. At least when Buffy realized the lyrics to I Touch Myself, I had gotten that one before. Yeah, I knew that long ago. <laughs> I mean, it did take a while, but... <laughs> So there is a night, there is a, you know, shenanigans happen, there's running around. I think there's there's a, a series of uh, Giles and Buffy are looking in every drawer. Yes, they're, they're looking for this vampire, I, or something. I, I, I'm i assuming they're looking for that vampire, they don't understand that everybody it's in else the other found room. them? Yeah. And, okay, so they all get on the same page. Yeah. And the vampire knocks Owen out. Well, what looks to be he kills Owen. Because he hits him in the head with the door, and yet there's no open wound. There's no, like, he probably should have died. Yeah. But he's just laying on the floor. Absolutely. She thinks he's dead. Right. That's how hard. She actually thought he was dead. That's how hard he hit him was with the door. Bleeding? No, not at all. No blood. That no bruise. At the very least, he should have had a unicorn horn. Right. There should have been a, a giant egg uh-huh. on his head. Nothing. And yes. when when she sees him at school the next day, nothing. No. Maybe that's what caused this um <laughs> this, his attraction to the danger zone. Yes, is that <laughs> he's he's he got uh, knocked out and is just like yeah, let's do it. So they all survive and um, Xander and Willow make sure Owen gets home safely because he's a little bit out of sorts. He it's so funny when Buffy door. kills that boy. That vampire just keeps screaming, "You killed my boyfriend!" over and over. <laughs> then she throws him into a fire. Yep. And then, then then Owen wakes up and it's like, what's going on? What's happening? Well, um, oh my goodness. Um. So and okay and um. So Owen gets home next day. But Luffy's all blue, bloody, bloody, blah. He's not gonna go out with me. And Owen's like, he sees her. And he's like, hey, you want to go out again? She's like, really? He's like, yeah. Let's go fucking. I don't know. Go pick fights with people <laughs> in the middle yes, of the street at, at three a.m. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the uh, it's called uh, "Let the Sun Fall Down" by Kim Ritchie. Okay, oh, that's and, where the song. Came yeah, from. and it's playing during this scene, and it's like this somber, sad but beautiful song that just perfectly sh- like shows you how sad Buffy is that 
She could have him if she wanted, but not right. the way she wants. Because he is just going to get everybody killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's either going to get everybody killed or she's going to get him killed, and it's not going to be a good scene. What's it called? Let the sun fall down? Yeah. Let the sun fall down. Kim Ritchie. Yeah, it's um, it's sad. It is such a sad song. Buffy just wants to... Wants to find love, and mm-hmm. you know, and you just want to tell him, "Oh, sweetie, it's going to get so much worse than it's going to get so much worse. You're going to have so much more heartbreak. There's going to be a running theme of abandonment in your life. This <laughs> started with your dad. This is nothing. Uh, you and men. You won't even remember Owen Parker. But we do have. So there's. This is. Maybe the first time we see that Giles is going to be the substitute father in Buffy's life. Oh, yeah, because he tries to, like, you know, make mm-hmm. her feel better. Yeah. And we find out that he found out he was going to be a watcher when he was 10 years old. Yeah. His parents were his watchers. Parents, yeah. His dad was a watcher and his mother before him. Right, okay. And he's, you know, she's like, did you always want to be a watcher? And he's like, no, I had a very different path for my life. I wanted to be a fire, a fighter pilot. Or maybe a grocer. <laughs> Those are two very different career paths. <laughs> it's just, you know. And and what happened? You turned into a rebellious. Yeah, the Ripper. Rocking. Which I'm still kind of pissed that we never really uh, got the that, whole story mm-hmm. on, on the Ripper. That BBC show would have been great. Mm, yes. It would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, Giles. And he's <laughs> he really is. A great father figure for her. He is. He's the sweetest. Mm-hmm. He's stern, yet, mm-hmm. but he's there, and he's he's real concerned to make sure that she, you know, she's learning and on the right path of where she mm-hmm. needs to be and taking care of her responsibilities. And he has a pretty good burn in the beginning of the episode too, when he tells her that her just merely wanting to check out a book would be cause for a national holiday. So rude. <laughs> <laughs> is that when she said at this point you're just abusing sarcasm yes i think so yes because she also wanted to check out emily dickinson yeah that was a good burn too poor buffy nobody takes her seriously no so then we end the episode with our first look we go back to the master in his cave oh yes at this point the gang thinks that they have killed yes the anointed they one. think that the pork and beans vampire is the anointed one i don't know why Again, Giles's research is a bit shoddy. I'm not sure where he got his information. Yeah, there was really no, I guess just because he was the evil person on mm-hmm. the bus. Because he was. And he rose. Yeah, because he was the one, he was like a prisoner mm-hmm. or wanted for murder or something. So it's like, yes, obviously that's going to be the one. Yeah. So I'm guessing that the vampires that ran into the funeral home or morgue or wherever they were, they weren't there for that guy. They may have accidentally made him a vampire. I'm guessing that. How did he accidentally make right? <laughs> Whoops! Here's some of my blood. Hey, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> I'm thinking they were there for the anointed one because Buffy doesn't fight them, right? They're gone no, by the time yeah, she gets gone. there. So they were just there for. Oh yeah. So I guess every. I, yeah, I would imagine everybody from the accident would be there. Mm-hmm. So they went and picked up the child mm-hmm. and took him back. Yeah. To the master, and that's when we see. Yeah, because Buffy never sees those guys. They yep. are gone by the time she gets there. Yeah. Giles has hid. Yep. In the drawer. He's hiding. And I thought those things were refrigerated, but I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I thought they were too. <laughs> so that's how we end. I kind of feel like he would have suffocated. Yes. Because <laughs> I thought they were airtight. Like, yeah. I mean, isn't the whole point 
so as to keep the bodies quote unquote fresh. Yes. <laughs> so we have this like sense of doom that the stupid anointed one is going to cause some havoc for Buffy in the future. Yeah, that's why we call him the annoying one. He's just annoying and gets in the way. Yeah, he just sits there in his fucking red hoodie. Uh huh. He's not a threat. All holier than thou, and yeah, and like you know. Does he even speak in this season at all? Except when he says "help me" to her. I don't know. I don't recall. I guess we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So the moral of this story: don't pretend to be something you're not, mm-hmm. especially for a boy. Yep. And I guess maybe take your responsibilities seriously. Yeah. Because that's kind of a running thing, running theme throughout all of them. Yeah. This she just she she got a rough, yeah, a rough one with this, but like you said, this is not the worst. No, this is not the worst far. relationship you're gonna have. No, at least I guess she didn't give it up to Owen. Is that? Well, we know what that leads. I wonder what happened to old Owen. <clears throat> he's gonna like his newfound like oh look yeah. on life. He's going to be very interesting in college. I think he he joined the initiative. No, I'm betting he didn't make it past graduation day. I think he. He probably died in the fight. Yeah. Or maybe he graduated the year later because he's obviously much older yes. than her. Yes. <laughs> he probably failed. <laughs> he probably got an A in English, mm-hmm. but failed every other subject. Right. He may still be there. <laughs> he could He could have graduated with Dawn. Who knows? I don't see good things for Owen. No. Mm-mm. He's a sad sack. Mm-hmm. And we never see him again. Uh-uh. Not even in passing. No. I mean, it would have been nice to just... See him sitting on a bench brooding. Which, by, which, by the way, this guy who plays Owen is Christopher Wheel, I think yeah. is his name. And, um, you know, I looked back to see if he had been anything, because he looked a little familiar. And he was on... Uh, the most, I guess, notable thing is that he was on Switched at Birth for, like, an entire season as... Did you, you watch I that? I have not watched that. He was, like, Regina's boyfriend, or he dated her at some point, and... Blah, blah, blah. It's actually, um, it's a very cheeseball show. But good? <laughs> but it's good. Like, it had my attention for a long time, and yeah. I would suggest just binge-watching it. Not, right. It's not the attention holding us to where week to week, but, like, episode by episode. It's like, sure, yeah, I got another eight hours to kill. Let's the adorable little Ryan from High School Musicals in it. The little blonde kid. I forget what his name is. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, I never saw High School Musical, but yeah. I guess he's one of those kids. That's a fun binge on a weekend if you're bored <laughs> and drunk <laughs> you have nothing to do nothing else going on you're like i want to clean my house what can i clean my house and oh i can clean my house and dance to that <laughs> it's so bad that i can do that um, yeah so i would let's see how would we rate this one i actually like this episode i don't think it's one of the worst of season one it's low on my on the list for me i'd maybe yeah. put it mid middle yeah i kind of started my my rating thing today yeah i don't know we'll get there to see like i guess where the rest of them lie but um i think so far of the ones that we have watched this might be along the bottom i mean it's definitely no what was the one teacher's pet pet. it's no teacher's pet for sure no it's definitely like above teacher's pet but below the witch yeah so i'd give it if i had to rank it like on a scale of 10 i'd give it like a a 5.5 
That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems about right. Yeah. It's right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... It had funny moments. It had yeah. some suspense. I found myself, I found myself <clears throat> when I was watching it, like, kind of checking out every time they took to the master. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like I, I didn't like. I, I'd be Stop sad. preaching at me, man! Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> you're always chanting, always, always with the ritual. Yeah, the so it shall be written and done, and yeah, oh, there's so many books and scriptures of your vampire. Yes, more. <laughs> Just God. It was amazing to me how much time we actually spent in school in this episode. Yeah, like in the lunchroom and in the hallways and in the library. We were at school a lot this yeah. episode. Yeah, school bronze. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I do like that. <laughs> that Giles is like, "What do you want?" When Owen comes into the <laughs> library, it's like it's a library. <laughs> I would like a book, please. <laughs> and Buffy even tells him, "This is a school." <laughs> and what does he say? Like, well, I was beginning to think that was a myth. No one, ever, no one ever comes into that library Never. except for the Scoobies. There's like literally been five people that yeah. have come there. I think Jonathan and some, some girl weird girl. With. Yeah. Um, outside of vampires, you know, mm-hmm. Owen's been there. I think Cordelia came in with some rando dude once that had a uh, project or mm-hmm. something to do, and uh, she came yeah. in once just to check out Wesley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, not many people no. visiting the school library. Nope. Which I guess I can understand later seasons, but early. I mean, that's all we had, guys. Right. This is our location. <laughs> like, at least show some kids at this school. Just randomly. Like Which it's... Sunnydale has been the backdrop for so many movies. Really? High school movies. It is the school in Bring It On. Is it? It's the school in She's All That. It's oh, the know. school in... Uh, what was the other one? I'm blanking. Yeah, it's the school uh, in 90210. The new one? The original. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They use this school so wow. many times and in movies. And this an actual functioning school? Yes, it's an actual fun- functioning school. How do you get, how do kids get any work done? Yeah. This must be some, like, I don't know, I feel like it's Mm-hmm. Turning out a couple of dummies. Yeah. <laughs> That's why in, um, is it She's All That? That's why in She's All That, Buffy's in a scene. And She's All That. Is she? Mm-hmm. In the cafeteria. In the late 90s. Wow. Yeah. Simon, the brother, is like running around on roller skates in the cafeteria asking if people want cracked pepper on their pe- on their pizza. And Buffy's just an actor. She's just sitting in the cafeteria. She doesn't speak a word. Really? And she asks him if he wants, and she, like, just hands him the plate. Weird. And she doesn't say a single word. Huh. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. But it, it even looks like maybe it was just filmed while she was, like, they were filming at the same <laughs> time. Like... <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, I mean, it was Freddie, so I'm sure she was just on set. Were they already dating at that time? I think they might have been. I'll have to look at the chrono- you know, the chronological order of, I know what you did last summer, and she's all that. Because mm. I think they started dating on... I know what you did last summer. I feel like that was after. She had a good 90s. She did. She was like was 90s. Yep. Scream 2, I know what you did last summer, Buffy. Yeah, even like maybe it wasn't the 90s, but the grudge, like kind of, maybe that was the last thing there. I do not do creepy dead kids. Oh, that's awful. It's absolutely terrible. I just, oh, I can see his face now. I hate it. 
that wasn't even the worst part of it. It's no. Like the thing crawling out of the TV, that's what fucked me up. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, new, no, new, no, thank you. And then there's, like, oh, I'm sure the, is it Japanese? Or yes. Is it Korean? The Japanese one is even more terrifying, apparently. No, me neither. I'll never know. I don't do Japanese horror films. No, mm-hmm. no. Thank I just don't you. do it. I can't. No, that's some that's some really sick shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I can't. I don't like torture porn, like the no. uh, the hostels and the. Oh God, I watched Saw. So I just I don't like it. Well, I like Saw. I like all of the Saw movies, and they're really not that bad. Like in comparison to Hostel, mm-hmm. that was terrible. Yeah, I just can't do all the gratuitous eye popping. No, I can't do Eli Roth at all. No, I would much rather do things like Annabelle. And The Conjuring. Like, I loved The Conjuring. The Conjuring, the Conjuring freaked me out. I wish they hadn't shown their best jump scare in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it still was, like, insidious. The, the, oh, like, yeah. dark, suspenseful, creepy. That's my bread and butter. Yeah, let me think about it. Like, let it just get in there right. and sink in there. It's like that psychological, mm-hmm. that just kind of jack you up kind of thing. It's like, yes. yeah, let me think about it too long, and then that'll creep me out. I don't yes. need to see the blood and the guts and the gore. Exactly. And, like, just, like ripping bodies apart no. and but yeah conjuring awesome insidious so great the third one sucked let's see what do those two films have in common oh patrick wilson patrick wilson <laughs> god is that that man like just he's uh, he oozes you know he's he's got pittsburgh ties he does i don't know if he's actually from here but i know he went to cmu have you ever seen the seth myers clip when he was on the seth Yenzer myers thing? yes I don't know if I saw his. I know I saw Joe Manganiello's. Patrick, Maybe there's two. Patrick's. Look up Patrick Wilson's. Uh-huh. He can slip into the Yinzer. It's creepy. Never made the Yinzer's yeah. <laughs> accent sound so good. And then Zachary Quinto does one too. Oh, I've seen that one. And it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and Seth, like him and Seth are just rolling into the Yinzer accent. <laughs> and that's when I realized I may be, I may live in Pittsburgh, but I will never sound like that. No, no. Never. <laughs> I will never sound like that. I don't even understand those words. Where? But I didn't grow up here. No, I, I grew up outside of Pittsburgh. It's like when you find yourself in certain neighborhoods here, and among like a certain demographic or age group of mm-hmm. people, like there is that hardcore, that thick Yenzer e that Pittsburghese business, and it's like I have no idea what you just said to me. I need subtitles. <laughs> like I'm going to need you to write it down mm-hmm. or get a translator or yeah. something mm-hmm. because I yins I don't understand. I don't get it. And, and Joe Manganiello, man, are you pretty? But even when you're not joking around doing it, I hear it in your voice. Yeah, there's a little bit. In even there. in Magic Mike, I hear it. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I hear it. I see it. So while we're on the topic of Magic Mike, did you see the second I one? I did. I sure did. <laughs> How fucking it was, was great. That? It was great. Did you go to the theater? See yeah, it? with my mom. <laughs> my mom and I went to the first one. Okay, I've never seen anything like going to a Magic Mike movie. The first one, these women were out of control. <laughs> they started pounding on the ground, cheering, and wanting that man to start the movie. <laughs> They weren't. They were not fucking around. They wanted that movie to start. It was time. It was one minute past, and they revolted. Oh my god! Yeah, they're like going into the projection yes. booth. Like they're like straight. tapping on the window, like let's get this shit. St- I no. want my Tatum right now. So yeah, 
So then when she asked me, she said, can we do, can we go to the second one? I was like, of course we got, you know, we got to keep the tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I need to see what happens next. And then, so when I found out there was going to be no Matthew McConaughey, I was actually glad. Yeah, that was like Matthew McConaughey is most McConaughey. Right. So, I I mean, let's, let's be honest. Everyone is going to fuck McConaughey, but you're going to feel bad about it. You're going to hate yourself. You're going to wake up the next morning you're like, oh. I am such an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was glad when he wasn't going to be in the second one. Because he just, he's slightly pervy. Slightly. He's you know, just it's, like, sm- yeah. And then I found out Pettifer wasn't going to be in it, which. That's a little disappointing. A little, cause a little he's, bit. he's just pretty to look at. Yeah, I know. Uh, I didn't need to watch him dance. He can't act. Quote, unquote. He can't dance. Just stand there. Look pretty. Mm-hmm. Shut your mouth Look and just stand there. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, so Manganiello was going to be in it again, and uh, Kevin Nash was going to be in it again. And is Kevin Nash the? He's a wrestler. Gorilla. The, or what's, yes, what they Tarzan. Tarzan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this dude, I, I assumed that this person was not a real actor. No, he is a. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Okay, that makes total sense. I was Big afraid. Sexy. That, I was afraid that he was actually like a real stripper. No. <laughs> yes, he does kind of look like a real stripper, but no, he just is. Yeah, he was a wrestler. Okay. And uh, he look, he's in great shape for his age because he like seventy five. Yeah, he he's close to it. He's old. old. Yeah. And then I started seeing promo pictures of Adam Rodriguez. That fucking hair is out of control. That like the braids. Hair. That's not what cute. is going on with that hair. That's not cute. I don't like it. Is he uh, going to be hitting on Cookie this season? Well, more than hitting, he's going to be hitting Cookie. He's gonna I, I'm okay that. with that. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely. Okay. Although I did like Booby Miles last season. Uh, oh yeah, that was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he shot a man in the face for her. But yeah, they've already spoilers, guys. If you watch, oh Empire. yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch last week, so yeah. it's uh, nice. Yeah. Good. Cookie needs to. She does. Cookie and needs and to I love. absolutely approve of, of mm-hmm. Adam Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And then so. Um, he's like Blispanic. Who? <laughs> Adam Rodriguez. Like, there's a Blispanic. little bit. He's Blispanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new term. He's Blispanic. Because <laughs> I just don't think. He's got a little bit in there. I see it. He's got to. He's. That yeah. hair. It's the hair. Yeah. He's, he's pretty, so, though. Yeah. And he can move. So, yeah, all right, so, like, the most important part of that movie mm-hmm. <laughs> is the last scene where everybody's individual dances. Love so, it! like, Kevin Nash, what, I, I, I'm sitting in the theater, like, you know, and we got VIP seats that went with a couple other girls, and through the whole flipping thing, like, we are, like, losing our, <laughs> Like, just, like, I don't even know, like, one of the girls is like, I didn't know I could feel like this about anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little Danny Glover, or Donald Glover? Yeah! Where did you come from? I was I was just as shocked as, as like I was I'm just glad he didn't strip actually right yeah I yeah feel like his little bird chest yes. like baby shh. come on no sweet I'm <laughs> like I don't know no. honey uh, you can go ahead and do your sing song yeah and do that thing but I don't want to see you shake no. anything no yeah and what the 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 guy the um football player <gasps> where did that I was like is that Michael Strahan yeah Michael like, Strahan what is that what? <laughs> what's going <laughs> He picked that big girl up. Flipped her upside down. Now, when she got to to the set that day, (laughs) and they gave her her call sheet, and it said, sign this waiver, because Michael Strahan is going to be flipping you upside down. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Anything else? Oh, I think we need a second take. Yeah. Maybe a third. Um, I don't think we got that one. I Mm-mm. feel like we could do better. I feel like, mm-hmm. or even the one, yeah, that whole, oh my God, the whole fucking movie. Yes. Like, like that, like Jada Pinkett, she was amazing. The hats off to Jada Pinkett. So amazing. I normally, she gets on my nerves normally. Like, this was she, role is perfect yes. for her. Because I had some serious hate going for her because of Gotham, because I hate Fish Mooney. <laughs> Fish Mooney, what's with your reappearing and disappearing storm <laughs> accent? Like, yeah. we're, w- one week you're Jamaican and one week you're not. She's got a come and go accent. Uh-huh. And it's not okay. So I had some serious hate going for her, but mm. she was awesome. Her hats, oh my her God. hair, she was oh, great. The way she, like, yes, her la- that last outfit, that white mm-hmm. suit. Oh my! And Elizabeth God. Banks was, she was fantastic. Also, also amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and was- all those final dances were great, but they don't even compare to Channing and Twitch's mirror girl. <laughs> I- Nobody was prepared for that. I- <laughs> and Channing, you're okay. you defy. All. I don't even understand. Oh, I just I can't with that. Yeah, I it's I like, about lost my mind. I hate you, Jenna. Dwayne Tatum, you how you lucky lucky. You just like you know what you know what I feel like tonight, honey. Why don't you just go ahead and you know do a little dance yeah. for me? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, sure. Except I read that he loves to get disgustingly fat. When he's not filming movies, <laughs> oh, God. because he loves to eat, I can't imagine a super fat Channing Tatum. Like I'm trying to. I don't think it's adorable. I don't think it works. No, my brain just keeps giving me images of Jared Leto in that. Uh, that movie? Yes, <laughs> when he got gout. Yes. <laughs> a fat Jared Leto is not pleasant. So yeah, um, Channing and Twitch's mirror dance was amazing. Um, I. Yeah, uh, when Joe Manganiello was um, uh, when busted out with you know closer with his sex swing. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. I'm never going to be able to look that man in the face again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like that's yep. that's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. I can't do this I'm anymore. Lo- I, I can't imagine. Those are some accents in that bedroom between his Pittsburgh accent, her Colombian accent. <laughs> I know. Joe. Joe. When are you going to get the pierogies in here? <laughs> but they're adorable. They are. They're very cute. They're really, really cute. Yeah, it's like, and I'll, I mean, all I know of that is like, you know, their Instagram, her Instagram posts or, you mm-hmm. know, things that show up in the gossip rags or whatever. But yes, they are absolutely adorable. Yeah. And I hope they get married and have babies. Me too. <laughs> of adorable I fear. Colombian I hope they babies. would be adorable. But usually two really hot people make a funky looking baby unless you're brand angelina you bastards all right so we have gone way off the track we have cool but, but uh, follow yeah. us down that k-hole <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely go check out magic mike too yeah you don't need to see the first one you won't regret it you don't need to see the first one no oh, so basically it, he wants to build furniture and not be a stripper yeah end of movie yeah and um he goes back to stripping one last ride yep and the convenience store Oh, that's the best. Yes. Like, not, this movie is super sexy and hilarious. It's Backstreet Boys, right? Yes. <laughs> all the, all he wanted was to get the girl to smile, and she couldn't help it. She like That was that last moment. And it, that was an honest smile, too. Like, that sometimes was. you just think, 
people are acting, but that was an honest. I don't know how she was able to keep it together for so long. I'd have been laughing the whole time. Yeah. That weird girl giggle that comes out that you're all ashamed yeah! of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I do that? Whoa, I, hey. whoa. Um, <clears throat> I don't. Yeah. I meant I found that amusing. Sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go watch Magic Mike too. Yep. And um, also watch the pack because that's um, next week's episode. Yep. And uh, I guess I that'll be episode. a little bit more um, objectifying of men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, than, for sure. This one. Because there are some hot co-stars. <laughs> there are some Xander's evil. <laughs> yes, but come, subscribe, follow us, yes. like us. Um, we are on Twitter mm-hmm. at Back to Sunnydale. I personally, you can follow Camila at the underscore rugged angel. And you can follow me at mspear7338. What does the 7338 stand for? Nothing. It was just a number combination I liked at one point. Eight, six, you know what I think like I think once a long long time ago I may have signed up for something and it was like that is taken but here's the suggestion and I was like I like those numbers <laughs> so I've just kept it all this time all right yeah works for me yeah all right guys so we'll see you next time